Take there is no script. Oh, is there anything that y'all don't want to talk about? Um, you, said you got the questions though, right? Send, send me the questions. It's in the chat. In our, uh, can, can you ask whatever you want to ask. Yeah, we cool. Everybody talking on mic so I can get here. Oh. We test, test, test. Yep. One, two, one, two. Yeah, we live. Pop in. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Microphone. We in this thing. Hey, B. We like hitting play up in this thing right hey, now. Hey, B, hit, hit hey, the man, beatbox real quick so I can drop these bars. Yeah, We in and two. Okay, okay. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I ain't no good. Let's hey, go. Okay, I'm done. Let's go. I'm done. Hey, man, what's up with y'all, man? That's me? Who's phone? That's his, that's his phone. Been going to noise, man. Man. We in two, man. man. What's popping with y'all? What's happening? Remember, I got beats more 8:45, y'all know. Yeah, it's a 10-minute yeah, drive, so we gotta get to rocking and rolling them out here. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, you gotta screw over. They can't see your red sweater. Oh, I got a sweater. What yeah. is this? You spend a lot of money on that sweater, man. You gotta screw over. Yeah, it's a lot of money coming this way. Okay. Where we at? So, let me go live real quick so I can see. Clean, man. Who phone? Yeah. Right. On me, on me. Talk to him. What's good, man? Let me get a couple more people up in here to talk to me. What's good? Share the line, share the line, share the line. Are you following me right now, Jim? Yeah. Share the line. Okay. Share the line. Can you hear me? Test, test. You got to share? Yeah, we should share the line. Send two in the stars. Let's do that. Test, test. Oh, that costs money. Let's not do that. <laughs> what? Two in the stars costs money to send stars, man. You know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the stars. These are like new things. They started that. Oh, my sister be sending stars. She do? It says enjoy 200 free stars. What, what, what are, what are they? Like, like, what are they? Like? I guess. It's, you like a, it's new, though. It's like started at one, once. It's, 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 it's the same in the drives. Oh, the paying comments. Okay. They probably give you some money if you get enough stars. They, you said you get enough money. You get some money, you get enough stars. I would assume if you know everything about money, you're probably sharing the wealth. Cause I'm trying to see how many views we got. Cause I'm on calculation with my bookkeeper and see what y'all gonna over. You said what y'all what? My CPA. We can do some research, like how much views are worth. You know, we got. Yeah, we got. Me and B got to split that in half. You know what I'm saying? Stars mean we support you. That's what Nick tries to say. Oh, well, we definitely support you. We appreciate that. It's a beautiful thing, guys. Talk to here, Char, man. Talk to him, man. We got some guys in the building. Yeah. Hey, we we got we got some new technology this week too. You know what I'm saying? We got uh some new capabilities this okay. week. You feel me? Uh, later on the show, we we able to call in. Now we got we got viewers are able to call in to the show. So we'll we'll, we'll we'll test that a little later on. We'll test that out a little later on. Oh yeah, come on, follow me down my bad. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let let, let people know. Y'all can call oh, in. Cheyenne Day said Jerry ain't worth no view. Damn it. Damn, we got, oh, we got people hating already. already. It's stopping out. Hey, let's let's cut let's cut the broadcast and cut. I'm out of here. Let's cut it real quick. It's over with. Broadcast will be back shortly. <laughs> yeah, broadcast. Put the little screens and lines through there. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right, right. Messing went in tune, man. man. In tune, man. I already know what time it is. Let's get it started. Let's yep. get it started, man. Y'all already know what time it is, man. It's your boy Zell, aka Zell Blessing. That's the In Tune Podcast. Y'all already, y'all already know I'll be coming in every Thursday, man. I got my peoples with me, man. I got my peoples with me. I got my peoples with me. Yeah. Talk to them. You know, it's Big G in the building, man. Y'all in tune, we're in tune, man. Stop playing. Already. 
And you guys, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, y'all. All right, let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me start over. I just, I'm, I'm not into it. Okay, here I motherfucking go. I need something, some caffeine or some water. You need some caffeine? All right. Yeah, I really would like some. I told you, here you go. Man, have some. I don't have a cup. That's a clean cup, or is that just like a random cup, Greg? Just Greg. Okay, can I have it? So there was some coffee. You, you drunk off of it? Stop, please. Stop it, please. Please. He drunk off of it, y'all. Should I take this risk? All right, y'all. Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl, Big Papa, the showstopper, aka Maisha. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat, XOXO Maisha. Let's go, man. Let's go. I know what to do. Y'all know what to do. Millionaire talk, man. That's what we're here for. That's what everybody in tune for, man. Educational, man. We're going we gonna to learn a lot today, though. We're getting it in, man. We're getting it in, man. So you, you want to introduce our guest, DJ? Go ahead. Talk about it. Talk about it. Uh, definitely behind me. I'm going to let him introduce himself for y'all. Oh, thank you. You know, Okay, can you give me some music or something? Yeah, I got stuff too. Oh, 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 for a lot. Let's go. Oh, you just got here though. My bad. Hey, um, like two minutes ago, I ain't trying to throw you in the bus. You asked for a couple of things. You got here, millionaire. I'm waiting on you to give me something. I'm bad. Okay, I'm finna give you. Yeah. Name is Jerry Starks. Jerry Starks. That's it. I'm um entrepreneur. Invested numerous things. You know, real estate. You know, just things. Period. To keep um um. Some money in my pocket, you know. Yeah. I try to um, be supportive to different individuals. Also, like my buddy Greg, invited me to this show. I appreciate that. So it's an opportunity for me to, um, you know, maybe give a little nod to a couple of people. Thank you. Appreciate you pulling, appreciate up. You pulling up and coming. He, this man, man, he helped people, man. A lot of people. But I see. I see. Definitely. Um, I looked them up. Who we got over? Don't be stalking my page. Yeah, I had to. I got to. I, I, I didn't look them up. It was Googleable. I, I think that's, that's notable right there. That, you know what I mean? Some people, that you Google them and all you see is Facebook or a news article about them. So when you Google, what you, what you say when you Google them? Um, I saw his, uh, the J, is it JM Realty? Yeah. It says you was the CEO of JM Realty. Yeah, I'm CEO. Woo! You didn't say that in your I do see a lot of things, you know. Okay, but it, that's what popped up when you. It was just nothing but JM Realty. Well, it was other things, but JM Realty was definitely like the number one thing that popped that's up. That's what's up. Google. So I'm doing that's what I was doing in the car five minutes before I got here. I said, Google this nigga. You should have Googled it 15 minutes. What other things? No, I have I have time. I have time. Shit. I'm just kidding. I Googled you yesterday. But, um, I'm sorry. Who we got over here? How you doing, sir? I'm great. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, you coming, man. I want to thank Intune for inviting me and Jerry for the plug. And, you know, he knows I like to do stuff like this. He said the audience y'all were trying to reach and the message y'all trying to get across. So I was like, of course, anything for you, Jerry, and anything for people that look like us trying to do some stuff. So here I am. So thank you, Intune, for having me. My name is Brian Merriweather. Dr. Brian Merriweather. Put some respect on my Put that respect on it. Put some respect on it. Okay, Man. Doctor, uh, so is it doctor or is it like you have your doctorate? I have a farm D, a doctorate of pharmacy. Okay, so, so I did. MD. Correct. No, farm D, yep. Okay. So I did, uh, I got my uh, pharmacy degree from Butler University in Indianapolis. Okay. Nobody really knew about Butler unless if you're unless you were from this area until okay. the basketball team had a lot of success. Mm. But oh, they also have a great pharmacy program. So. Okay. <laughs> That's where I went to school. Pharmacy is my first love, but I also got into some other business ventures. I, you know, I just keep my eyes and ears, like uh, some people say, to the concrete <laughs> for some opportunities. So 
I also uh, got into some real estate uh, deals. I, I also own a bar slash restaurant slash club. Is it local or is it Indian? It's, it's, lo local. it's local. What's it's the right bar? Right Fort Wayne. Let me see. It's right across the street. One of the councilmen said it's the gateway to the city. Okay. <laughs> oh, <Coldwater laughs> Road. Okay. What's the name of it? It's called Club 44. Okay, Club 44. So Did y'all know this? I'm a part owner in that also. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Heard of it? No, yes. I've never, I've never yes. heard of that, sir. You never heard of Club 44. What the hell is that? That's a nice place. You heard of Glenbrook Mall? Yes, I have. It's right yeah. across the street from Glenbrook Mall. Okay, there. so Club 44. You familiar? It used to be a place called Stewie's. <laughs> Your mama. Okay. <laughs> no, she don't dance no more. I, I was trying. <laughs> he played. I do with her too. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. If, you, if, the, no if the pocket was short, sure, though, you know we might have a little spot for you up there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm right So it used to be a place called Stewie's. Uh -huh. uh, but me and my business partner are pretty passionate about, you know, any, anytime we put our energy into something, we're going to do it right. So we turn what we consider to be an eyesore yeah. into something nice mm. for people to go Club to. Club 44 is nice? I yeah. think it's is nice. It, is it, if I Googled it, is, what's the ratings on Club 44? Oh, we got one of the highest ratings in, that, in in clubs in the city. In the city, hundred percent. Number one, ex what people is it? come in just off the Google rating. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so if it's the food, the restaurant. You said it was a restaurant. that up now, but we need some Google some Google ratings. We got good wings in there. Okay, because you said it's a restaurant too. Yes. Right. Ooh, this cigar, is the all. It's a okay. cigar lounge in there. Okay. The it's a bar. Even if you don't like, you know, the 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 entertainment that goes on What's in the there. Entertainment? Well, he just offered you, offered you. What does that mean, though? Dancers, we oh, got like dancers. a waitress. Lot. Want to be a waitress? waitress no, yeah. lot. we got waitresses are cool. People in there dancing. <laughs> oh, okay. What? The voice of the city? You need to wear the voice of the city. Go to Club 44, man. I used to play all day. Great time. Have a great time. She played all day. We had we had a few of y'all dancers on the episode. We really did. We had a few dancers. Hey, I need my royalties off of that, too. I need my royalties on the show and not calling me first. I appreciate that. So do you frequent there as an owner, or is it just... You yeah, business. I mean, we can get into that. That's a great question. And, and Jerry, can you can ask that same question to Jerry, not just about me at Club 44, but anytime you are into your business, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So this is a, you know, I consider Club 44 to be a, a small, you know, mom and pop type of shop as opposed to uh, Rick's Cabaret or an Onyx mm -hmm. or, a, or a KOD. Mm -hmm. You know, those are big corporations. We yeah. are a small joint, just two of us own it, and we got to do a lot of work ourselves, especially with this labor market right now with COVID. Absolutely. So, yes, I'm there a lot. Uh, I'm there during the day and I'm there at night. I work all day, and then I get off at, uh, during the day just to work all night. Yeah. But that's the, mm -hmm. that's, Jerry could talk about that too. I call Jerry sometimes. What you doing? I'm still working. What you mean working? Well, it's 10.30 p.m. You was, I called you at 8.30 a.m. you was working. Uh -huh. So it just comes with the, it comes with the territory. Oh, okay, so what do you say about the like negative comments and feedback that y'all get about your your business and your restaurant? I guess I'll start with you with that question. It's all. It's uh, we need it, it comes all. with it. We need it all. So okay. if you care about your business and the success of your business, you have to accept all feedback. Okay. So even the we, negative, even the negative comments. Absolutely, we yeah. can't please everybody. Hundred percent, you can't please everybody. Hundred percent. But we have to try. Okay. You know, I try. And the, the good feedback, great. Maybe we can keep doing that. The bad feedback, okay. Maybe we'll shift that a little bit. Maybe if we hear that again, maybe it's time to make a change or drop that off the menu or don't do this at the door anymore. But, you know, negative feedback, hey, man, why y'all winding me, man? That's, that's, I don't appreciate this. All right, so can I, so we ain't can changing I, that. Can I say one of the negative comments about 
Absolutely, come on with it. So we got, uh, so the first comment said, Club 44 sucks. And then they followed up with, I don't like it, the strippers are sloppy. Y'all just have a good party. I've been there. Yeah, the DJ's amazing. Shout out to, uh... Shout out, shout out the keys. Shout, shout out to Illumedia. Illumedia. No, they said the party music is good, but the the, slip, the strippers can be uh, considered sloppy. Ooh. Who said that? Uh, we got Miss Shay Stalling. She work as a stripper or no? No, she don't. Tell her we hiring. If she thinks she can do it better. <laughs> oh wow. But so no, they're hiring if you think you can well, do it better, Shay. In the strip club, I don't think it's about what the person appearance is. It's about entertainment. You know, small girls, big girls, you know. It's just, yeah, I, I don't think she that. meant sloppy like that. I think oh. I think what she meant like, like, oh, like just messy, about. Oh, like sloppy kind of. Maybe like a. Actually, yeah, let's, let's, let's ask her that. Okay, Shay, can you uh, clarify what you mean by sloppy? But I hear this, so my, I got a, uh, another cousin that's an entrepreneur. She said I can, but I'm, she said I can probably be better than them, but I'm good. But can you clarify what you mean by the strippers are sloppy? Are, are you talking about their parents? Are you talking about the way they are, the way they dance? Lucretia said, "Are y'all hiring? Do you need a job? She or um, are y'all hiring? I need a job." She, yep, he said that. You're hiring no, 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 Lucretia um, Russell. Stop it! No, Stop. she can't. That's what she said. It was a no joke. Job. She gets banned from every club. She's been banned before. She's been banned. <laughs> That's tootie fruity. No tootie. Oh, Jay Stalin said they tootie. That's tootie. Oh. She's banned. She said. She said they sloppy. They be drunken all over the place. So I got a, somebody told me something. Jerry said Jerry was just alluding to this, but I got a, a, a family member in the car business. He said there's an ass for every seat in a car. So he had a lime green car or something like that. He's like, I'm never going to be able to sell this car to anybody. But guess what? Somebody walked in and they couldn't. They thanked him for having a lime green car. Mm. So if I just had, you know, everything I loved in there, then that's just for me. But I got to understand that everybody's got different flavors that they like, right? I, you know, I may not eat pork rinds, but if Jerry loves pork rinds, guess what? I got to have pork rinds. That's right, that's right, though. Um, Chase Stalin said pork rinds shouldn't be dressed in swimsuits. That's what she said. She pork said they be, they be in swimsuits. What are we talking about? The dancers. I, okay, let me address that. We can address that. We can come back to that if you want to. Yeah, that's a long conversation. But that is not me. I didn't make that choice. Like, so hey, there's no what? rules on what you can wear. No, in there are area. rules and it's city regulated. It's the law now. So, so I didn't wake up that? one day and be like, you know what? Y'all need to cover them titties up. That ass too. Mm -hmm. Swimsuits from now on. What wow. sense does that make? I didn't decide so, that. Right. I'm just complying. And that's another thing as a business you owner. You got to be compliant. Compliance is a big deal. And I learned that from the pharmacy world. Right. I'm used to being compliant. And Jerry's got to deal with compliance in the real estate market too. Like, If you're going to learn something, you have to be compliant. I'm sure. Well, now, well, real quick, shout out to Lily Street. Lily Street Tea. I've never had a bad time at 44. Shrug emojis. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I never have either. I was just joking when I said I never been. I never have either. Um, it, it was, so you do go? I have been. You was I now? don't go. I have been. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't exactly know what that means, but you know. I don't go. I'm not a frequent because you, you, I'm like I'm not a frequent. You if know you what don't, mean? you do a slow. It's like it's a line right here. If I go, or I don't no, go. No, it's you went. I've been. I've been. A couple so, times. One time. Probably like twice. Okay. I went. I went with you, Greg, once. Did you have a good time? Uh, I did. I had a great time. So if you look around the city, y'all, y'all kind of. I think y'all younger than I am. But if you are my age or Jerry's age, you look around the city and you see a lot of bars. There aren't a lot of places that cater to uh, our crowd. Correct. Mm -hmm. If they are, they're temporary. You know, or they, they try to change the music and run y'all a little bit. Yeah. Hundred percent. They pulled it. 
or they, you know, they, they like it for a little bit, but it's a short-term plan. They pull in, you know, next, you go in there, you're having a good time, and the next time you go, they pull the, all the Hennessy and all the Patron and all the Thanks. Remy all the off dark, the shelf. All the dark so I tried not to go that route. I was born and raised in Fort Wayne, and I've, I've seen this going on for a long time. I want some, pl some place for everybody to go mm -hmm. and be welcoming to everybody. Diversity wins. Like, at the end of the day, you don't have to be divisive. Yeah. So I want some place for everybody to go. Okay. I want to have... Captain Morgan and Bacardi, and I want to have Hennessy and Remy too. Y'all yeah, know, know what I'm talking about when yeah, I say that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's possible. It's a lot of work. I, I think it's possible too. But man, sometimes I'd be like, hey, Jerry, we're about to turn this thing into a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me let me ask you this. So the career that you're doing, this is for both, you both getting the guys. Um, the career that you're doing now, is it what you always envisioned? I know you said obviously it's your first love. Go ahead, Jerry, I'll let you start. You ain't said nothing to me. Um, I think so. I was, um, one time, a long time ago, I don't know if I was, maybe 18, 19 year old, I worked at GM. And GM was good money. But GM had a structure that, hey, you got to come in at this time and leave at this time. I seen too much restriction on what I wanted to do. Even though I was making good money, I was like, this is not the plan I want, want myself to go. Mm -hmm. So then I got into being my own boss, you know. And once you come on your boss, it's, I found out it's even more restricted than GM. You just got to be strict on yourself because you mm -hmm. get you can't fire yourself. So basically, I'm coming in at eight, I'm supposed to be in at eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sleep in at noon. Who gonna point me? You know, I'm here all the time. So what happened was is when I became my own boss, I put even more time, and I realized that the more time you put into your business, the more you be successful. Mm. You can put in. 40 hours and 60 hours at GM, they might give you time and a half, but you, 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 they still got a plateau. No one can pay you what you're worth. You know what I'm saying? Because if I, if I hire Greg right now, hey, I want you to be my right-hand man. I'm talking about you want, I'm going to be next to me. Greg got to be making me more money than I can, than more money so I can pay him. So if mm -hmm. I'm paying him $200,000 a year, I'm probably making $200,000 for Greg. So when you grow your own business and do your own thing, you, there's no ceiling for you. Mm. But when you work for somebody, they're going to put a ceiling on you. So I didn't want no ceiling. And then I just started getting into real estate, um, this commission sales, then start flipping houses, start building houses, um, start doing development, restaurant, bar. Um, I'm trying to do everything, too, because it's kind of like you got to diversify. You know, you can't. You I got can't, a bar for sale. Yeah, I don't got no money, though. I'm kind of messed up right now. But. It's kind of like the stock market, you know. If you if you in completely and when the stock market crashed in 2000, when they had all those dot coms, okay. If you had all your money dot com, you messed up. But people who diversify have some in dot com, some in real estate, some in maybe medical field. They survived that. So even though I'm a real estate agent, I tell my I tell I have real estate license. People ask you, you real estate agent? I'm telling them, no, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm just a person with a real estate license. I'm actually a business person myself to, that do multiple things. So to answer your question, I did, I found myself wanting to do something different than a structure job. And then I knew I wasn't having a structure job. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but I knew I couldn't work for somebody to dictate my destiny. Just like what you guys are doing right here. You know, you guys are trying to do something different than what you're doing before. You might have another job somewhere else, but you say, I'm setting my destiny. I'm bringing hosts. I'm bringing people on. I'm getting views. I'm promoting myself. This is, so the more time you put into this. Yeah. Bigger and better is gonna be. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So my next question would be. Um, so he answer. The, you, you just repeat that first question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like good answer, good answer. And he kind of already answered too. Partially, he said pharmacy. You know, was part of it was his first love. So is your career that you're doing now something that you always saw yourself doing? 
pharmacy, kind of. I always wanted to be, I want to always, growing up, wanted to have an advanced degree and then do something professional. And then my mom's a nurse. I got some other older family members that were in the healthcare field. So they were pushing me towards that, that whole go to college, do this and that. You're guaranteed a job. I was drinking all that Kool-Aid. So pharmacy was attractive to me. My aunt is a pharmacist too. So I always wanted to be a pharmacist, but I, I was very interested in business. But for me, you know, Jerry is a risk-taking guy. I consider myself to be a risk-taking guy, but I also like to mitigate my risk. So for me, pharmacy was this safe zone that I could go to. I made good grades, I like science, I can get a, get a pharmacy degree, I can get this salary, I'm gonna be safe. But I wanted that foundation to then go take all these risks that I'm taking now. So did I know that I was gonna own a, a club in, um, in Fort Wayne? No, but did I, know that I was going to be doing something on an ownership level. Yeah, I did have that envision for myself because I've seen it. So when you see things, and this is the importance of uh, your environment, having mentors, when you see it, you can believe it. So when you see people that look like you doing things, now it becomes a reality for you. So I was able to, I was fortunate enough to, to have some good mentors in my life to motivate me and see that wow, I can do something different. I can go the Jerry Starks route and own my own stuff. So I always wanted to do that and I just was patient and waiting on the right opportunities to come by and you know, things you know, fall, in, fall in place how they do, so. I'm glad you said that, so that's, one, that's one of the questions. So who are some of your mentors? I didn't ask permission Jerry? to drop no names. Jerry, go ahead. Uh, my, <laughs> my Uncle Jerry over here. I shout out to Jerry. Very successful no, guy, that's what you, you know. Jerry's been through some things, and, and, he's, and he's, he understands and appreciates uh, the things he was talking about, hard work and putting your work into yourself, betting on yourself. So I like, I like talking to Jerry. We, we bounce stuff uh, off each other a lot. Uh, Tracy Foster. Uh, JJ Foster are, are a couple of my mentors. I don't know if y'all know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rod Haywood is a Fort Wayne guy that's down in Indianapolis. He uh, he helped Arnetta Scruggs start the uh, Bloom Project. He's a mentor of mine. Um, I mean, obviously my parents and uncles and stuff like that, but my auntie was a mentor when I was thinking about pharmacy. She was really mentoring me back then. Right now, my business partner is older than me, so he actually is a mentor. I consider him to be a mentor. Um, Gene, I don't know if y'all know, remember Community Care Pharmacy? But Eugene Butler was a mentor of mine when I was a student. He passed away, but he used to run uh, Community Care Pharmacy on the south side off of Lafayette. He was a great, great, great dude. And he, he taught me a lot when I was coming up through pharmacy school and trying to figure out my, figure, figure out my way. Um, so I got a lot of mentors. Some of them play a bigger role. Some play a smaller role. But my, the the takeaway for me is if you can't define them as a mentor, I still like to to learn from people. And I, and usually I, not that I can't learn from younger people because I need to, especially as I'm getting older. But anybody that's been on this earth longer than me, I want to listen to them and learn. Whether I agree with what they're doing or not, I can learn what to do, and I can learn what what not to do. So everybody I run into can be a potential mentor for me. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. That's dope. I like how you said that about, you know, like learning from people. Like life is always about learning. I feel like I always say that. Like I Absolutely. try to instill that into my son too. Like you're always learning. If you feel like you've stopped learning, then you know what I mean? You stop growing. If you stop growing, then you, you know what I mean? 
there's you just ruin your potential to keep on climbing higher and things like that. So I definitely oh, agree with that statement. Don't let me leave Bruce Stevens off the list though. <laughs> Do you know Bruce Stevens? Y'all know Bruce Stevens? I know Bruce. Coach Stevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my godfather. He, him, and Rod Haywood got me into Butler University. Okay. That's a good point you said that you know you can never stop learning, but you can learn. From somebody doing bad, somebody doing good, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you don't have, hey, this guy, my mentor, he did all the right things, but you can look at the person that's not doing the right things mm -hmm. and learn what not to do, Thanks. you Amen. know? What's some, who, so, what's some mentors for you? I think some of my main mentors was probably my father and probably my grandfather. Both were older black men. My father um, had first marriage, got divorced, and had his first kid when he was 55, which was my sister, so when he had me, he was 57. Mm -hmm. So you got to think, he was born in the South in 1923. Four, I think so. He was old, so you know he he seen the ride in the back of the bus. Mom was telling me stories of when she had to go and get on the back of the bus. You know what I'm saying? So she came from a father who worked in the um, steel mills, which was a good job back then. And then so he was had his own house and all that good stuff, and could send her to college and stuff like that. So she had a um, negative reflection for Caucasians. She just didn't like them. Mm -hmm. Now my father comes down deep from the south, which is in Uniontown. So in Uniontown, you know, yeah. So you know, right then, you know if you knew a white man and the white man talked to you like in the 20s and 30s you thought yourself a special so my father had this mentality that hey man if a white man talked to you hey man you 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 the most powerful man in the world because white people don't talk to black people so he, so mm -hmm. my mom and father had a little they got divorced because they had a conflict and she was old she was younger he was older raised by two different parents but one thing I, i'm too, by, raised by two different generations Generation, yeah. but what I learned from my father is that when um, he came to Indiana, say in the 40s or 50s, back then, you know, then he didn't go to, he had only education in third grade, but they had an article in the paper that he had hung on the wall where he had actually start washing cars at his, um, Collins Oldsmobile, then he started selling parts at Collins Oldsmobile, and then they wanted to actually give him a dealership. But it was, but this, that's when um, General Motors was going um, pro-black. You know, we got to get a black person in a dealership. He'd been the first black man probably in the world with a dealership. Mm -hmm. But they had another guy by another city or country, city or something like that. So they did this um, resume. Okay, so my dad's resume says third grade education. This guy didn't been to college or something like that where it was. So he didn't. So what he did is he didn't. Um, he didn't get the dealership. I think it crushed him. Mm -hmm. But what he did is he started a little cutting grass business so he was actually a businessman but he didn't know he was a businessman he has little books and a little notepad writing all crooked and stuff like that but adding up what people owed him so then he sent me and my sister to private school to sacrifice this overtime because he knew education had really held him back so his flaw his flaw was like hey i got third grade education i had a chance to be very successful in a dealership i don't want my kids to be like that mm -hmm. so he sent it so his sacrifice from working in 30 40 50 60 extra hours to send me to a private school to get education it really helped me out to network when i got out there and then my grandfather the same thing is he worked at the steel mill but he was a very family oriented man and then his my grandmother never had to have a job. She works. It was old school. You know what I'm saying? He probably did his little thing on the side. But back then, you know, women had this philosophy, man. If you took care of home, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's how grandma was. He took care of home. <laughs> that's how it was. Yeah, he took care of home. Can we get back to that? <laughs> well, it's not like that no more. You know what I'm saying? But he he had a little plumbing business and stuff like that. And <laughs> And then he just, he, he always supported me in what I did, you know what I'm saying, like that. So I think they sacrificed the most to get me into the position when um, it was time to get in position. I think even when my grandfather had passed, 
And my mother, you know, that's his only child and stuff like that. He said, hey, right, when I die, you want you to have this house because I think it's going to help you more than your mother. And when he mm -hmm. passed, he gave me a house. And it wasn't the most glamorous house, but, you know, it helped me start my start mm -hmm. success. And another thing what I want to tell people, like sometimes they get inherited stuff, you know, and you think, hey, my grandma wants me to keep this house in the family. Your grandma wants you to use a house to elevate yourself. So uh -huh. people say, hey, why don't you keep this house in the family? I said, man, this house in Birmingham, Alabama. I ain't kept it in the family. Let's buy rent up. They tear it up. It's not helping me none. So I took that little 60, 70 grand, bought me a house in Fort Wayne, and started flipping the money and stuff like that. And those are my two biggest, two biggest mentors that really just really put a lot of effort and time into me, no matter how big a knucklehead I was. Hey, this this guy's hopefully so one day going to be something. You, so you was spoon fed, silver spoon. That's no. definitely They gave you a house? house? Gave you a house? Oh, this back. This probably about 12, 13 That's years nice. ago. Back in the day? Back in the day, meaning even more. Black right? people get back to that, though. We get back to that, wow. so it's not really. Yeah, I thought you was from it's, the it's, it's not really. That is from the That's, that is amazing though. It is it is it's way more than what most of us receive, right? But I think that we're getting back to that, right? Like I'm pretty sure you're seeing a lot more younger people coming to your office buying houses. Buying houses, getting financially freedom. The key right. thing is that you know if you can people have this misconception that hey man, it's not the right time to buy the house, or it's not the right time to invest in myself. Tomorrow never comes. You do it today. Mm -hmm. I it's some houses that I bought maybe in early 90s maybe whatever it was i'm buying houses for like 15 20 grand some of the houses now i've rented houses at the time worth maybe 115 120 thousand dollars it's just but if but back then somebody told me man 15 grand i could buy one down the street for seven yeah so you just have to make that opportunity you just got to jump out there you know if you don't like you said risk if you don't risk it all you're not gonna win it all man you got you got to do it today so um i hate to, can i ask this question mm -hmm. both of y'all kind of spoke in ways that made me kind of wonder like how old are y'all like mm -hmm. if you don't mind me asking i'm 22 <laughs> <laughs> y'all look can i say this y'all look 22 <laughs> y'all look amazing if, if i can say that if i can say that y'all do look amazing i feel like y'all eat rich rich people shit all day long like y'all don't eat mcdonald's you don't eat no damn McDonald's. Man, you'll see the stomach right That's here. You definitely don't eat McDonald's. Pharmacist. I'm in a right shop. You, don't, you, you ain't eating no McDonald's. Oh, no, he exercises a lot. What's your, you a vegan? I'm not a vegan. I mean, I eat That's a lot of stuff. No, I'm not a, none of that. I mean, he, he goes in and I out. I steer that way because I got some, some people close to me that eat that way. Mm -hmm. I try to just cut out. I'm a, I'm a healthcare professional, so yeah. I know the effects of not taking care of yourself. And health mm -hmm. is wealth. Like, we're talking about success and business and entrepreneurs, but... Every, you know, besides these ball, this baller belly stuff that's going on, <laughs> mugs, that, mugs I know that's real, really wealthy, you know, they start take, they, they want to take care of themselves because they want to make sure that they're around to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then also now they have the freedom and the opportunity. You know, PD said one time, we're going to make the most and we're going to give away the most. Mm -hmm. So you can't be around to give it away if you don't, if you don't take care you of yourself. Take care of your body. Yeah. Well. Amen. So did that? So did they answer? Did, did they answer how old they were? They definitely didn't. Okay, they both did. But but they're pretty Googleable, so it'll probably pop up. They said he said he's twenty four. I'm thirty nine. I'm thirty nine. You ain't no damn thirty nine. So if I'm going if I'm going to professional business, mean then I'm a little older. You know what I'm saying? But I've been forty four. You know I'm about twenty six, twenty seven. You know what I'm saying? So I just age different. You know. He definitely looks young. Definitely looks young. You look young. You got a baby face. 
You I mean, said your hero is Peter Pan. Yeah, he never grew up. You know, what <laughs> he I'm never saying? grew up. I don't want to grow up, man. Nobody want to get old, man. You know, uh, Toys R Us kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm mad it went out of business. How old are you though? Me? Yeah, I got. Let me see here. We gonna Google it. Just Google him. He'll pop up. No, I Google it up because I always changed my age. So let's see. I was born in 19. No, you said you got a house like in the 90s. That's all I remember you saying. So if you old enough to buy a house, what you about 44? And his dad had him when he was 55. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so you now 1924. That's 1955. That's 1976. You know what I'm saying? My sister was first, and I was next. So you don't make us run through the math. How old are you? That's because that's what CEOs do. They don't give you the answers. They make you find the answers. So this is all a teaching lesson right here. You know what I'm saying? No, give you the answers. They make you do the research. If I say, hey, man, I need this report done. If I do the report, I don't need you no more. I need you to go out there and do the research. So Pops was born in 1922, 24. Yeah, when he's 55. So, hey, anybody can do math or live. You know what I'm saying? Let's figure the numbers out. I didn't see his agent Google for real. I'm going to Google it. Somebody in the comments let us know how old he is. Yeah, please do. Shout out to what they say? What they say? Somebody is 46. <laughs> Are you 46? I thought you were 44. That's what the comments say. <laughs> the comments say. <laughs> I, I go for 46. I'm okay with that number. Uh, hey, so, so, uh, so I got it. So I got. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So like, becoming a millionaire was that like always part of your plan? And then when it happened, how did you feel? Hold on. Was that a requirement to be on the show tonight? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, that was definitely. That was a part of that. That was a part. Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna hit y'all like Trump. I ain't giving y'all my tax returns, but okay. To be financially well off, mm-hmm. I'll say it like that. It was a goal, but no, it doesn't just happen. Like one of my mentors told me. I can cuss on here. Go ahead. Shit Go don't ahead. just happen. Yeah. You got to get off your ass and make it happen. Right. Bottom line, so no, it didn't just happen. Like what? Nobody gave me a house when I was little. When did you? Like, <laughs> so how long was you broke uh, before this? Because I was about, I was forty. Because you, I was forty. You was forty. <laughs> I was old. So you have been rich for like six years. No, I've been rich since I was since the late eighties. Late eighties. Since the late eighties. I'm saying. Man, I'm I'm not. I, I hey, listen. I'm not a mathematician. Um, <laughs> we can tell. I don't have any caffeine. <laughs> Back up. I'm a bad. Uh, Wait, what was it? What back was up, it? sir. Uh, <laughs> don't make me disrespect my elders. Uh, yeah, I'm your elders. Up in this motherfucker. Well, I don't know. Um, he just said he's 22, so he may not be your elder. No, that's. You still my elder, baby. Because I'm 16. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why I don't drink yet. Get real uncomfortable. <laughs> no, but for real. Seriously. Um. I don't even know where we was going with that. That's just okay, 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 in my head. So in my head, I, I, I'll go back. So yeah, six, when I was going to school, I was like, oh my god, I want to get this job, and oh my god, if I'm if I'm a pharmacist, one day that salary gonna bump up to six figures. Yeah. I thought six figures was this like mark that was like, man, nigga, we made it. Mm. But then you get six figures, and then the government I swear to God, out, and then next, everything you see a real check because you're working with somebody else making six figures, and it's like. Six Facts. figures ain't what I thought six figures was. Mm. I need more. So I need to uh, humble myself and mm-hmm. not buy that car I thought six figures was going to get me. Chill out. Don't get that house mm. or that girl I thought I was going to get. All that stuff went out the window. Mm. So then I'm thinking, being a millionaire, mm. that's like this idea that people say all the time, oh, I want to be a millionaire. They got a whole show on it. So, yes, it is in the plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not in everybody's plans. I think everybody wish 
you know, they want to be a millionaire, but that's not in their plans to be a millionaire. I think people find different value things. Some people, I have some employees that find value in making money, and some people that want to make enough money to spend time with their family. So you can be successful mm-hmm. without being a millionaire. It's just where you put your values at. Okay. Yes. You know, so I think. Millionaire's a mindset. Millionaire's a mindset. So you have a millionaire mindset. Yeah, because right now, hey, I don't know. My money, hey, y'all brought the wrong money. (laughs) (laughs) Million dollars was a a requirement. (laughs) I'm not disclosing. But my millionaire mindset now is to give is to be able to be in a position to help other people and give back. To me, that's like being a millionaire. Uh It's being in that position that you're able to have an impact on other people's lives because I, I remember when I was thinking I want to be a millionaire I want to be a millionaire you just say it and it's just this idea mm-hmm. but do you do, but are you really calculating what it takes like are you calculating okay where are you what's the realistic thing unless you if you don't hit the lotto how you get into a million and are people sitting down and running these numbers and coming up with a plan, a discipline plan Man. to get to that actual number? And if you get to that number, what does it mean to you? So is it the number or is it this idea? Mm. I think it's an idea that people have in their head. I don't know, Jerry, you're going with million liquids. Nah. Tell me. I got, okay, so million liquids. So it's, this, is a, this, is, this is a crazy question. All right, so Shay, Shay asked this question. And Shay on the line? We're going to have Shay call yes. Lynn in a minute. Uh, she said, so why are y'all here in Fort Wayne? I'm from here. I love Fort Wayne. My family's here. They put it on for that. Listen, I, I love addressing this question because it come up yeah, all the time. That question. People think if you stay here, people that are from here, mm-hmm. if you stay here or you go to school and come back here, something wrong with you. You failed. You didn't fail. You didn't fail. You got to go off and do something somewhere else. No. No. I don't like that mindset, and I hear about it all the time. It's tough though. It's tough to overcome. I don't know what it is, but it's it's a I don't know, Jerry. If you deal with it or not, I don't know. You 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 do all the time. But back to um, your first question about if million bucks are not a lot of money no more. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a lot of money back when that you guys too young published clearing house. You with yeah you 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 buy so a magazine yeah you get a million bucks. <laughs> what what is that? Don't worry, it's it's a, it's a little bit out to leave yeah, right it now. Is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Google it. I will. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> What happens is when how I figured out that I was a little financially more secure than what I thought is that at first when I was doing real estate, you know, I was dealing with partners and stuff like that. And when I was dealing with partners, you know, you really don't calculate nothing because it's, it's no criteria to go into the bank and get a million dollar loan. Hey, I'm just saying, hey, I need 60000 You got 60000 buy a house, just flip, just make the money, put it back in the bank, flip again. And then when you first, when you start getting bigger loans, ask for a personal financial statement. Mm-hmm. And that personal financial statement, then you got to start, say, hey, what, what I got in stocks, what I got in bonds, what I got in savings, what I got in mm-hmm. checking, what's my real estate worth? And then my first financial statement that I did when I got a pretty decent sized line of credit, I was like, oh, man. I'm doing better than what I thought. Because what happens is that even though millionaire in total assets, you know, is houses, stocks, bonds, life insurance policies, and stuff like that, I built my biggest wealth in real estate and I built the majority on the southeast side of town. And mm-hmm. people like us supported me in, in helping buying, commission, buying houses with commission, but I didn't go to the niche and thinking, hey, I'm gonna go out here and be the agent that's known for selling $500,000 houses. Well, let's skip that because then doctors and lawyers and pharmacists, they know more than us, you know what I'm saying? I got my PhD, I got my MD. What's this dude who got, took a 92 hour course and came to real estate, got a real estate license, ain't been to college, he ain't nobody. It's a privilege that I'm dealing with you, Mr. Real Estate Agent. I went into the hood that people who 
didn't know they could buy houses, people who had credit issues, people who needed down payment assistance, and that's why I farmed. And when I farmed those people and brought them houses, they was very appreciative. Hey, man, you know, you, you see somebody with, that you walk into um, JoJo house and JoJo, man, who you rent from? Man, I ain't rent this house. I'm buying this. How you buy a house? Man, Jerry helped me. Man, you got a house. And they thinking, because black people think, a lot of times black people didn't think they could own houses or or if you own a house, you had to be super rich and stuff like that. So then when I started getting those clients, we started passing down, hey, Jerry, help you get a house, Jerry, get a house. And that's where we built my foundation. And to this day, I do the majority of my business on the southeast side of town. I do not try. You don't, you'll never see me on Facebook with somebody buying a million-dollar house unless it's one of my buddies or something like that. You'll see me all day long selling 80, 100, 140,000 houses that people can afford. And for me doing that has, has made me um, a top real estate agent in Fort Wayne, top 10 every year. My biggest, I sell more houses than anybody in Fort Wayne, but I don't have the volume than because I sell lower prices houses. So if I'm selling 160 houses a year at $100,000 a piece, you know, I did 16 million. But there's other people out here um, that's selling million dollar houses and they sell 30 houses they're doing 30 million mm -hmm. but i'm okay with selling them smaller houses because it's about making that relationship and then when i got those houses together you know and i got sold them then i started buying flippers and stuff like that and mm -hmm. start buying rental properties and majority of my houses i probably got maybe i got a lot of doors of houses but a majority of my houses i put on section eight I give, but I give them nice houses. I, new roofs, new windows, new furnaces, new carpet, new flooring. You, you, it won't be one person on this whole broadcast that can put a comment that say Jerry put me in a regular house. Challenge, I guarantee challenge. You, yeah, challenge. <laughs> I, guarantee, I guarantee that say, hey, that house was new roof, new furnace. If you don't have air conditioning, I'm putting air conditioning in that joint for you. I'm gonna make it because I know we need nice stuff. And then when you get that bad, people get the bad vibe. Hey, Section Eight. Tenants are bad. I don't have that vibe. It's everybody go through something in life. Mm -hmm. And then when I got those rental properties and started making residual income, I the, I got a big project that's probably one of the biggest projects on the southeast side of town. Mm -hmm. I just put a million bucks into 141 acres to develop market rate housing talk, for yeah, people talk. that wants to be on the southeast side of town. And I did that thinking about, hey, these people that's in the 60s and 70s got these big houses in Crown County, two stories, and I don't want you leave southeast side of town because my doctor over here, mm -hmm. my family over here, mm -hmm. but ain't no, ain't, it wasn't nobody else gonna take up that task, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then the crazy part about this, and I'll let Brian talk, I can go to the bank right now, and I did some houses out um, northwest, southwest. Two million dollar project. Bank approved it right away. Like, hey, no problem. Hey, let's, let's go here. We got it. Project's good. Shit. And then I said, hey, I want to do this land over here. It's about, it's like it's 940,000 bucks. Couldn't get a bank to touch it, no matter how much money I put down. So I had to add me up the cash to get it. And I think the city trying to support it because they want to have market rate housing because it helps bring the South back. Because without no market rate housing, you don't have what's called disposable income. Without disposable income, Applebee's not coming there because guess what? You don't got no money to no buy a burger. No you know what I'm saying? Nothing over there yeah. to eat. It, so that's why. So the, you can't go sit down and eat nowhere over there. That's the key. So the key to this is if the project was successful, because it's going to be successful. It's going to be successful. So when the project is successful, right. Right. Now you're going to have homeowners are in, over there who going to have disposable income. So when they do a feasibility report and say, hey, well, um, can 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 we sell a thousand hamburgers a week over here? They'll say, OK, the average household income is ABC. But if you have all rental properties over there, the average like on, on like subsidized subsidized payments and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they see the average income is 
5,000 bucks or people who making 60,000 bucks, the people that are not working bring the income down to little as nothing. So Applebee's or TGIF or Friday mm-hmm. say, hey, we're not going to be able to make it over here because it's not a disposable income. But if you qualify for a house, that means you qualify to buy that house and you got enough money to live. That's when the commercial come in. Mm-hmm. So it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Right. He dropping so, them. So he is dropping that, them is, is that what you're talking about right now? Is that that project I think that Tempest touched on when she was here? That it was like some like a housing addition coming in, in on the southeast side. Yeah, Roosevelt. Actually, that's my that's my grandfather's name because he was one of my mentors. Okay. So I named actually I didn't have a middle name when I was born. So, so what's it called? Roosevelt Development. Roosevelt Development. Yes. And then um, you called it marketplace housing. What does that mean? That means that market can, rate housing market means rate housing. that Sorry. you're buying a house mm-hmm. at what it really costs. See, right. what people don't understand is when you get this subsidized housing, it doesn't really approve your neighborhood at all. So all that stuff they did in sign point it didn't bring nothing back because it's subsidized housing so when people want to go down here it says hey well this person pays four hundred dollars of rent but the state pays four hundred dollars in rent now or the rent so they don't have disposable income mm-hmm. because that's that's subsidized housing meaning that hey we live in this house and we need assistance and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with assistance because i love section i love subsidized housing but People use it as a crutch. They do. You know what I'm we saying? They don't step week. up off of it. Yeah. You know, and I have sometimes with my employees, you know, I try mm-hmm. to get people on real estate. I say, hey, well, you're not going to be a successful real estate agent unless you jump off the ship. So if you jump off the ship, I'm going to pay you X amount of money a month just to do your real estate thing. And you just do some little stuff around the office. But guess what? A lot of times they stay on that crutch mm-hmm. because I don't, I'm happy where I'm at. Mm. And the whole thing here is you got to find where your what what you gotta find out what that person wants mm-hmm. and i had a misconception and one of my partners told me that that hey man you can't think everybody want to be a millionaire billionaire because i'm thinking hey greg won't be a millionaire billionaire hey man so he gonna put in 89 hours with me no greg won't be home with his children you know what i'm saying he put in the little time as possible so i'm frustrated at greg because i hired him but i didn't talk to greg what was his goals right. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so when you become that boss always find out what your goals is because everybody goals ain't That's the same so different correct yeah Let's dive, let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. You ain't got no headphones. Oh, you you want to give him the headphones? You, you want to hear him? Are you sure? He got yeah, you. No, no. Okay, so let's dive into some of these comments real quick. So the first one is, um, do you guys mentor? And if not, are you willing to mentor? Like, go ahead. I wanted to know if it was like classes or something. Like, do y'all have like classes? Correct. I definitely don't have classes. Uh, do I mentor? I try to. It's easier for me if people are already close to me than it's easier for me to mentor them just because of a time thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to, I have to, I have to get off my ass and make shit happen. So I'm busy. So it's tough for me, and I don't want to commit to mentoring people and then I'm not available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to volunteer. Uh, Bloom Project I mentioned earlier with Arnetta Scraggs. I volunteer with them, and then you know if Jerry brings something to me, then I do it. Like yeah. this. No, I have a non-for-profit. But this so. is a mentor, and this is, this is uh, you know, but Jerry knows a lot of people. So he knows some young cats. He tried to support some young folks. So he'd be like, Brian, I want you to meet somebody. Talk to him for a minute. I'll do it. Okay. So I, I, I'm all about it. I just do I do it as much piece. as I would love. It's difficult. It's the time piece. Absolutely. And then I want to clear it up, too, about the mentorship. You know, it's not that people don't want to help. 
it's and you might catch Brian at a bad time or me at a bad time. It's not that I want to give you the help. It says, hey, I didn't work 14 hours. I got kids. I got I, I got a mother to take care. I got I got other responsibilities. If I had 100 hours a day, hey, we could take on more things. But I I've never turned anybody down for a phone call, a meeting, and stuff like that. But if I was, I may not follow up as much as I should because I didn't have the time. So if anybody felt that I might not have mentored or been there exactly where I need to be, I apologize. Is that time is just so limited. You know, you're doing, you're, you do, you you, you're doing, like somebody might, like people come to my office, even my family come to my office. I tell them, nah, hey man, don't come to my office if you got an appointment. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I got to plan my day because now, you know, I'm going to bigger projects and bigger things where you really have to orchestrate this stuff mm -hmm. to make it work right. And then you think like now, I'm used to selling Maybe 160, 170 houses a year. Mm. So now I'm trying to down, take that <laughs> he really down. Just sum, something real you know, <laughs> that. So if I'm taking that down some because I want to go into development and I'm trying to do apartment complex on the southeast side of town, I'm just trying to do everything southeast because a lot of times people get the money out the hood and don't put it back in the hood. Nice. I know so many people that took so much money out of here and they don't, you won't see no. I guarantee, I can't saying, say man. this for sure, but you you won't find a lot of people, and I like to see who gonna put the money back into the southeast side of town like I have. Did you did you grow up down there? Yeah, I grew up by Ben Geyer. You grew up by where? Ben Geyer, I grew up Decatur Road. Been guy to the man, school. You yeah. The current references, Jerry. I don't know. It's closed now. It's closed now. It's closed now. I'm in yeah. Southeast, man. We go to Southtown. That was a, that was a club. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was it was Little Turtles bowling alley yeah. back then. Yeah. I don't we, remember that. Yeah, you look young. But yeah, yeah, yeah. People do that to me. That pop up meeting, and they want to just snatch a time because it's convenient for them. I've had people get offended because I said, "Hey, listen, this ain't a good time for me. Here, take my number." Give me a call, shoot me a text, and then let's talk. Right. I've had people like get mad at me. Like, and it's no disrespect. I don't know what you mean to do. It's just that you know, especially during. I like meeting at night. Like this is perfect time for me because after if I'm if if I meet you during lunchtime, only thing I'm thinking about there's hundred emails that's been a pile up in my email box. Yeah. There's other appointment I gotta make that I had made at eight. 845 just running late so I just canceled it don't worry about it we good yeah. you know what I'm saying I wasn't worried <laughs> okay. wasn't worried at all service to them yeah, if yeah, you just, pretend like you can give them that time yeah because yeah. we won't be concentrating you you pulled me up I sit there and ask you a question but my mind ran into something else because I already had something planned at 3.30 you pop up there and want to talk for an hour so you're not even getting no substance for what I'm yeah. telling you because I'm really somewhere I'm in Mars right now man uh -huh. so okay so here we go so and also uh, Jaquetta Brown has stated uh just Google Jerry Starks' business number will pop up. Is that is that helpful for people that want to get in contact with you? That's the best way to yeah. get in contact with you. Yeah. Google you? I, I give people my personal cell phone number. They call, they text. You know, I hate that cell phone sometimes if you want to rest. But you, you, you feel a disservice because people will help me when I need to help. You know what I'm saying? So you try to help people back. Like Greg always been a good guy. He said, come come on the show. He thought it was an honor for me being on the show. I thought it was an honor for him to invite me on the show because I like what y'all doing. This is this is big for Fort Wayne. I don't, I see other broadcasters, but I haven't seen the momentum that you guys are caught from broadcasts and you guys doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's go, let's get, let's get, let's get into it. Okay, so um, Jaquetta also said, I've definitely seen many homes in our community from Jerry, which is super helpful for our people. Um, he giving us the sauce for real investments. Um, what is the criteria you require people to have to mentor them? It's not. It's just. It's just what we what we what we have together. Like right now, I didn't. I got a, about three things I'm doing right now. Um, I'm, I, I got daycare. I bought a house in Oxford. I gutted it, put it into a daycare. 
I don't know how to run a daycare. So that would be a mentorship between a partner, between me and somebody else. So once I get it done, I, the whole thing with, with working or being a CEO, you don't have employees. Once you treat somebody like employees or peons and people, and hey, this is my peon right there, they have a resentment for you. You have partners. You know what I'm saying? We work together. So we, if we working together and we have the same common goal, then we're going to be successful. If you think my common goal is to take the whole pie, then you're looking to sabotage it. You know what I'm saying? So like I so mentorship, like hey, like I said, I'm, I'm doing a daycare, I'm doing a bar and restaurant in Ohio that I never did before. You know, a what? A bar and restaurant in Ohio that I never did before, uh -huh. and I'm looking for a partner for that. So that'd be something that we do together as a whole, and that's what I want to do. I want a partnership with people. I have people come with all kind of ideas, and if it makes sense, I'm willing to put money behind it. But I can't take them all because I'm gonna have the time. So that means what's gonna happen is I'm gonna help you financially. You gotta help yourself mentally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We got the right people. I got lawyers and accountants, and CPAs. We can direct stuff too. But that means you gotta do that legwork. So we say, Jerry, hey man, we gotta we gotta sell cups today on the corner like man you know i got a house to close but let's figure out how we can get these cups so you sold the cups i'll buy the cups and one thing about business partners we understand the whole value of everybody else mm -hmm. because we buy because i put a hundred thousand dollars in cups and we make twenty thousand dollar profit i don't look for ten thousand dollars of profit because i know money's not everything it comes by the ideas so i said hey greg we made ten thousand a day you put in 40 hours your 40 hours should be worth 2000 now you got your two we got the eight we split it four four that's where it split because long time going back in the days people had this mentality hey if i put up the money it's 50 50. no you ain't doing 50 50 to work you know what i'm saying right so it's just it's about coming to that same that that equal if y'all come to that equal limit when y'all guys agree with each other it's going to be a super it's going to be a super duper thing but if y'all don't come to that one person gonna feel they cheated and that's why people always break off jay-z lou damon dash it, it just, it's, it's just whatever people feel hey this dude hold me back or not carrying his weight mm -hmm. so you always got to carry your weight in the business partnership that's straight up so uh one of the questions was jerry do you own any land on the houses you sold doing land do you hope do you own any of the land on the houses that you sold if, I, if you sell a property to somebody, the, the land automatically transfers, to, transfers over to them. So you right. buy the house and the land. Now, all the rental properties are on the land in the improvements. So how it goes in real estate is, is land. And then the land is worth, say, 20000 bucks. Now, the land, you never lose land in case a hurricane or something come around. So land always holds value. Mm. Now, what happens is when you add an improvement, a shed, a mobile home, or a house, now that land plus the improvement is the new value. So once you sell that house, you sell on that land plus that improvement. Another question is how do you guys manage time? I don't. I'm always late because I put so much <laughs> I put so much in my plate, but it's it I'm late because I want to do everything, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I got me Greg, I got me Joe, I got me Jim. Hey, Jim, I can't meet you, man. It's an emergency. Can I meet you on Thursday? Mm, let me slide you in here there. And then next thing you know, I meet Greg. I'm 20 minutes late. So, Jay, running late. I'm not doing it disrespectfully. I'm just, I had to talk to Greg. Then I had to talk to Joe. Mm. So, it's very hard to manage time. Like, if you look at my calendar now, I probably got stuff overlapping, hoping I can get there in time. I get hit by a train. I get anything. I, I, so, my time management needs a lot of improvement. Wait, hold on. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Stop by train. Is this thing on? It's on. It's no, on. When I walked in, I was what, six minutes late no, today? No, 16. I was six minutes. No, 16. How many minutes late was I, Autumn? Okay, I was six minutes late, like Autumn said. And, um. What kind of clock was late, got? though? 
I was late. But six minutes, four minutes. You know what? Minutes, I feel as though I feel as though I have. You should have been a little bit more understanding. I could have charged up my phone. I could have been good to go. But here, y'all, y'all was rolling the damn footage. By the time I stepped foot in the door, listen, I feel like you could have. You could have. I made it known that we was not for me. I made it known we wasn't starting without you. We weren't rolling no. What's going on? And they was basically y'all. They were damn near live when I was earlier. You said a lot when you were dropping these jams, right? Yeah. But. One is the core of his message. Uh -huh. A big piece of it was financial literacy, and how uh -huh. you know he's he's helping people, educating people with financial literacy. So uh -huh. if you want to do better, if you want to shoot for a million dollars, you want to own your own stuff, you got to get you got to learn. You got to uh -huh. learn about what it means to be financially financially literate. Right. That's a first step to like being a good business person. Second step, actually, the first step. The first step and the easiest step, mm. easiest step, yeah. is to be on time. Mm. Biggest business lesson. It's harder for me though. It's Biggest business lesson. It's hard. He already, he already busy and successful, so. What are you? Wait, what am I? Chop fucking liver? No, no, you God damn! He says he's already busy. He's already busy and successful, so. No, you, you don't even he, know me. I did that was disrespectful. That wasn't that like that. sir. <laughs> Doctor. Doctor, check your himself. Oh, he owned up to it. Okay, all right. We gonna. I mean, I ain't all the way there. You know what I mean? But I do. I do challenge my time management. It's kind of like my stomach. I eat bad food. I get a stomach. It's what you feed yourself. It's what your environment is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if you train if you hang around doctors, lawyers, and businessmen, and you gonna eventually come around. You have no choice. You know what I'm saying? But if you hang around drunks and people who don't want a lot out of life then you're gonna find you obviously you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna cater you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna mentally get right, to that right. because they can't teach you anything mm -hmm. but the hard part is getting that circle because why the person you got to bring some value there mm -hmm. and that value like I, I i tell this to like a lot of people that used to work for me you know what i'm saying when when you was when you was younger and you had the OG or the old school dude on the corner, wherever it is. He'll see, he'll buy your popsicles or he'll see you to the store and like that. It's the same thing in business. You're mm -hmm. not going to be where you want to be right. starting the business. You're going to be doing the peon stuff, where you don't like to do. But if you prove yourself, guess what? OG had you do something else. You prove yourself again, had you doing something. Next thing mm -hmm. you know, you're in top of the organization. Mm -hmm. And the dude who was, who was way ahead of you, been, in, been there for five, ten years, you overcome him. So my time management answer... What's your time management? Is that know. a problem for me is over-promising and having this false sense of time. Uh -huh. So if Jerry says, hey, meet me here at, at 3, and it's 2 o'clock, I'm be like, oh, yeah, I could be there at 3. Uh -huh. Let me just take a shower real quick. I'm going to change my clothes. I'm going to drop this laundry in, and I'll be there at 3. So that's a misconception of time on my part. And then over-promising and not learning how to not uh, or, or learning how to say no. So if I can't if I can't commit to it and be on time and be there for it, I need to say no. Mm -hmm. And it's hard sometimes to say no to people. Yeah. So time management will improve for me if I stop over promising and learn to say no. See, I don't think I have it that bad. I tell people I'm gonna be late. I tell you before you even ask me if I want the job, want the position. Listen. I'm not gonna be on time. I think I that's respectful. I, I hate people. I, and I, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie to you. I didn't see right. that memo though. I didn't see that memo on the table where you weren't gonna be on time. I didn't. Well, I googled you. I didn't find your email. I would have emailed you. Had I googled you, I should have emailed you. I communicated to the team. I don't think they. So that's him. I communicated to the team. Um, I've been up since four thirty. I wake up at four thirty in the morning. Oh, so what's up? You know, and today it can. 
Can I finish? We, I'm sorry. That's the second time you disrespecting me, Dr. That wasn't P. Disrespectful. I was just trying to ask. Damn. A <laughs> okay, so I get up at 4:30 every day. Okay. All right. There you go. Do All right. Again. Do that again. Okay. Flip motherfucking weed. Shit. Damn. I got up at 4:30 today or whatever, and um, you know, did my meditation and worked out a little bit. And um, woke up my son, got him ready for school. Then I went and worked a full nine hours. After that, I brought my son home, and we had basketball practice. And I called Zell and said, hey, Zell, I'm going to be late today. That's cool. I'm going to be very late today. And so I took my son to basketball practice. Back up. I took my son to basketball basketball (laughs) practice. And then I, I went home, got dressed, and then came here. That's what's up. Thanks for so, showing. That's all that counts. No, it's not. It's not. But I told him, what, what's bullshit? No, that I had life. Bullshit. You knew about this for a long time, and you had life already. Your life didn't change just suddenly. No, basketball no. practice was last minute? You just Back- found out today? Basketball practice definitely was <laughs> not <laughs> last minute. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. back off. That's not what we're here for. No, 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 no. Basketball practice is not last minute. It wasn't like basketball practice. It was his registration. So it was like the first day for basketball. It took longer so, than you planned for. It did. We was there from 530 until about 7. I thought that was going to be 530 to 630 and then go home. And then again, sometimes I mismanage my time like you were saying. I'm human hmm. too, just like you. And sometimes Shame, I'm, it's, I'm it's, ta- it's hard for me to say no to Zell. And I don't want to tell him that I'm not going to be here. You know, so I'm just glad you showed up. We'll, say well, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate that. Dr. P. <laughs> Is that it? Is it Dr. P? I've been calling you Dr. P this whole time. Dr. Brian. I thought it it was Dr. P. I thought it was Dr. P this whole time. I got an old man question. What is it? What's all this stuff on social media pushing P? What's that mean? I don't know. Dr. P, tell us. I don't know. Pushing positivity. Pushing positivity. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was pushing pussy because that's what you do at Club Forty Four. But ain't bank. Drop that. That's what we heard. <laughs> he been he been throwing it at me. He just didn't know. He didn't know who I was. I had to hit him with the strong arms. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know who I was. <laughs> Couple bills, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, no, real talk. No, hey, y'all come yeah. on. Yeah, listen. The fuck? I got three questions. I got three questions that I gotta ask. Listen, I got three questions that I gotta ask. Yeah, you see, tap into him. Tap into him. Okay, so while he looking at the comments, there's three questions that I gotta ask. Me and Jerry here. Jerry here. Y'all want to read a couple before I get to these last three questions? Hey, Doc, you want to read a couple before I get into these last three questions? I won't let them go. You just want to say nothing. I can't address everything. I can't address everything. I like stuff. What are you talking about? This is good time management. That's good time management. My phone dead, so I can't see y'all comments, y'all. So let's get into it. Keep coming. And I'm not looking at the comments because I got the questions. So I'm going to get to the questions. Go ahead, G. So, Jerry, though, we want to know, man, like, how many families, man, you think you didn't put at home? It's all. I think the question is how many families can how many, how can the families put themselves in the home because they have they have to have the credit they have to I can help with down payment assistance like Tim was here last week she does credit counseling stuff like that so the thing that I did is when I found a need for something I try to fulfill that need so my my people they did down payment assistance because you know because it wasn't people want financial literacy it's not designed for us. You say payment. financial literacy, but it's also what the system wasn't designed for us. Exactly. So that's it's why not. 
you find little loopholes to help. Hey, right. I, I ain't save up ten thousand bucks. Well, guess what? I know this place where you can get, get, give you ten thousand bucks to get a house. And yeah. that's like I said when I started out. That's what I was fishing for. Mm. And then when people didn't have the credit and and didn't have the trade lines to build credit or didn't understand the financing altogether, that's when I brought in other individuals. Hey, well, hey, we we haven't as a whole. Um, Issues with credit counseling. So what mm-hmm. I do, I go, I go hire credit counseling to help other people understand financial, financial, um, free, how to get financially free and how to understand credit. So one day you can, you can buy a house. And a lot of times you, you can, people got to want to help themselves. And I learned that no matter how much I want it for you or want you to be great and want you to have a house, if you don't want it, no matter what I do, I can't help you get in one. Yeah. I have to tell people though, man, you can go, man, because they, they ain't understand, man. So, I mean. I guess, cause that kind of that didn't really answer your question though. It said how many families yeah, you think you helped. Like, I feel like you helped a lot. How many families? A lot. Help. Yeah. Oh, I sell. I think I do maybe 170 houses a year, 180 houses a year. But then, but I do. But I have rental properties too, though. So. Even during COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. I think, I think a better question for you, Jerry, though, because you're gonna sell houses. That's what you're gonna do. But you might sell a house that somebody already owns a house and then just moving. Yeah. But I think about a, a big thing that you do is this financial literacy part and somebody who could not buy a house. Mm. Now he coaches them through, puts them in a position, helps them get themselves into a position where now they can buy a house. I think that's more impactful. Yeah. It, and the only thing I said that what I really do is people that can't like I have I have houses, people on leases, long term leases. And my whole thing is, you know, you got four thousand dollars, you break a lease fee. If a person at that point where they want to buy a house and they say, hey, Jerry. I'm in a lease with you. I want to buy your house. I didn't break the lease for free. Like, hey, well, go ahead. You transition over here. I didn't bought houses for people probably in the last year when, like, when all these landlords knew that they was getting top dollar. People came to me and said, hey, my landlord put me out. And I said, well, I got to be out by February, March, or wherever it is. I said, okay, was well, the landlord selling the house? He said, well, yeah, that's what he's trying to do, sell the house. I said, what the landlord want for the house? If it made sense, I bought the house, let the person stay in the house. And then when they found the house, I let them transition out the house. And a lot of times the landlords are selling dirt ball houses. After the person move out, I come cut the house, make it nice, and then move a tenant in. And I think the main my main focus is to give a person a chance to try to transition from the rental from the rental industry to the um, buying the houses. So and I try to build my inventory up on rentals. So when people have these section eight vouchers, people call it a day. Do you take section eight? Yeah, I take section eight. They have that problem. But I won't take section eight. Man, I take any house if section eight. Well, section eight sometimes is a is a trap because your house is supposed to be rent for eight hundred, but the person might be a one bedroom. You got five hundred dollars rent. You know, I can't take that. It's not financially possible. But each year I probably put in, I probably put add another eight or ten doors so you know i have about a hundred some doors now and then i even investors that come in out of town that like like investors they find you on zillow hey i'm i want to fort wayne's a good market i got a good cap rate then they come and they say hey well um i went to his house rented out because i probably manage another maybe 40 or 50 doors for people from arizona and california stuff like that and they ask me what's the best way to rent it i said shoot section eight so majority of land the landlords I bring on, I try to get Section 8. My house, I take Section 8. The apartment complex I'm building is 30 units. I'm going to take Section 8. I just, I'm doing all Section 8. Okay, I got something for you. That's going to combine both of us. So, Jerry, can you help dancers and strippers who are cash heavy get a home? You can't. Because it's very frustrating when I watch these girls go to uh, 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 Jerry Starks 
or somebody at a car lot and they're trying to buy something and they got tons of money, but they can't buy anything. So can you speak on that for me? So the key thing to it, you know, you got to take philosophy like this. Uncle Sam is your connect. Okay. He got unlimited money. So if you pay Uncle Sam, he only let you get what you want. Mm-hmm. I I pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes a year, but I can go to the bank and get millions and millions of dollars to buy my next project. If I want to shortchange stuff like, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna write everything off. I ain't gonna file taxes. I got million dollars in the bank account like that. Then all of a sudden this project come up for. Two point two million bucks. I got million dollar cash. You think I should get it? Guess what the bank gonna say? Don't give a fuck about that cash. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't claim no money in your taxes. Mm-hmm. So the main thing is that you have to report the income. If you don't report the income, then you are gonna go to the bank and say, Hey, I want to buy a house that's gonna be nine hundred dollars a month. You know, at the club you're making five thousand dollars a month, but you don't claim none because it's cash. You say you might. So the bank says, Okay, we see you might have excellent credit. They may say, Oh, you got excellent credit. Where's your income at? Mm, how do they know? Because you're just a random person off the street. They have a credit score. Know that you can pay your bills. Man. Or you got the money. You pay your bills, you got your credit. But how they, how they want to figure out how you're going to pay them. And it's a certain percentage of your income you can use to buy a house. So it might be 45% or 55%. So that means if you're making $2,000 a month, they might allow you to use six, seven hundred dollars of that money to buy a um, house. But if you have any other debt, then it gets smaller. Because say seven say two thousand dollars a month two thousand dollars a month, they say your mortgage payment be seven hundred dollars a month. But now you got a car. Now you got five hundred. Now you got some credit cards. Now you got four hundred. Now then what can I buy for four hundred bucks? But you actually made five thousand dollars a month. You just didn't want to claim you want to pay you want to pay so Uncle Sam. They don't have any money unless they let Uncle Sam know they got some money. You gotta pay them taxes. You and I got a buddy who don't who makes a lot of money and don't pay no taxes and then he get mad because he ain't get a loan. Like Jerry, you getting all these loans, you're doing these projects and they gotta pay Uncle Sam. That's my man. That's my plug. Yeah, I just changed my W four. I wasn't paying him for a little minute, for like two years. I was just paying my taxes at the end of the year. I was owing. You look so sad when you said it. Yeah, I know. It's been pissing me off for the last past two days. I've been thinking about <laughs> That's it. That's a crazy But point. I did it, though. I had the same problem. When yeah. I started doing self-employment, I'm getting all this money. I'm just yeah. doing no taxes, man. $5,000 check, $10,000 check. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting all this money. Then I'll go, I get, then my CPA filed my taxes. He said, man, you owe, I don't know what it was, maybe $60,000 in taxes. I said, what the fuck? I said, I don't get no, I can't be no $6,000 in taxes. I said, you crazy? I said, I spent all that money, you know what I'm saying? I'm pissed about $6,000. Right, this, 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 this was like when I first did self right yeah. there. I said, damn, what you mean? I, he said, man, they ain't take no taxes out. So then what I started doing as I got more into my career, I actually paid myself a salary so now my salary so i filed taxes so solely i filed taxes with corporations so now with my personal taxes say i pay myself fifty six thousand a year wherever it is that i don't take no exemptions so that gives me a little cushion mm-hmm. and then i pay quarterly based on last year taxes because my first year man i had to make payment arrangements on my taxes because i didn't know i was going to hit like that and i'm just getting commission and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i didn't spent it all you know i'm out here partying at 40 uh, 44 back then no, I'm, I'm partying at stewie you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm partying at um wherever it was and that's the key thing as a business owner you can write anything off but if you write anything off and claim zero or you claim you're in the hole so now you get this big check back you think you're killing it you're losing it mm-hmm. because now when it, now you want to expand your business you want a business loan business line of credit and you just, well we got to see your taxes Boom. I lost 10000 last year how are you going to pay a credit card you lost 10000 bucks? how are you going to pay your loan for your 10000 bucks? you happy when you get those checks but now you're mad because you can't get the loan and people want 
the best of both worlds. And I tell people all the time, you got to pick your poison. Do you want to get the, the little five, six thousand dollar check every year you get because you write all your expenses off, or do you want to pay Uncle Sam fifty, sixty thousand bucks and then get your project where you can make you another forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand bucks or whatever the project's worth? Yeah. I need a loan, Jerry. So you talking this good man. stuff, man. How your taxes look? In tune. <laughs> Not disclosing them. Okay, so check this out. So I got to get to these three questions. Okay. Okay. So, what is the downfall that you have faced throughout your career that helped you get to where you are today? A downfall? Uh, I got. I got expelled from school when I was in high school, and it made me tighten up myself. For real? Damn. Mm-hmm. I got kicked out of school every day. <laughs> you talk about expelled one year. I was expelled. Oh, yeah, how many times I, I got kicked a, out of school? I was a nerd though, so that was abnormal for me. Yeah. You was a nerd. Oh, for sure. You were. I was a nerd. I was the nerdiest of the nerds, but I was also. You kind of look like Ghost off Power. You remember that's what you Bianca that? said to me. <laughs> you look just like him. I didn't even know what Power was. She was like, one day at work, she was like, "All right, Ghost." I was like. That must be a doctor thing though, cause my brother, that? my brother's a doctor. And he he was a nerd growing up. He was he was definitely. Oh, I thought you he looked like Ghost. No, 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 no. I was talking about the nerd thing and being I got a doctor. A whole semester missing off of my high school transcript. Damn. Yeah, that was tough. So I had to tighten up, and I'm grateful that I was able to. So you grateful you? So getting expelled in high school led you to where you are. It was one of the things that helped. It was you. a setback. The question was, what, you're right. No, you're was right. a setback to help me. Yeah, it was a wake-up call. It was like getting hit in the head with a brick. And that was the like, last time you got in trouble? Hell no. <laughs> that was your last setback. Shit, he in trouble now on his face, though. That was one setback. Ah, <laughs> stop it. And they just losses. So if you invest in something, take a risk, and then you lose something, you learn from it. Mm-hmm. So What about you? all the time. My biggest downfalls? Setback, downfalls. Probably being over-aggressive. And then, like, I have a philosophy that um, when you have a choice, you go to college, you can go to college for four years, give them 50000 60000 bucks, and then learn something that you could have learned your own. So I'm the type of guy I learn on my own. So when I started doing rehabs, you know, I never did a rehab myself. Of course, I could have went to all kinds of schools learning stuff. I went in there head first. I went in there using bad labor. I went in using everything. I probably ended up losing thirty grand. But I didn't take that thirty grand as a loss. I took it as a gain because I didn't fast course myself through college and doing a rehab. That next one, I made money. So I made all my mistakes with thirty grand, which would took a person two, three years to learn how to invest and all these seminars. Learned in two, three months, and ever since that, that was the next flip. So you just always been. Millionaire mind. You always had a millionaire mind. No, I just, I just always been a, I always been a risk taker. I always been adventurous. It's just because I, I, all that, all see, all see, this is money. You know what I'm saying? And if I lose all the money I got right now, I still got myself. And people, the crazy thing is that people will worship money more than they worship themselves. Hey, mm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to spend this money because I I, I want to hold it and hoard it up. Mm. But then you'll go get halfway drunk and drive across town mm. and hit a tree and you don't care about yourself. I was like, man, damn. I said, you rather risk your life driving a car drunk than risk some money and try and make yourself more financially free. Mm. I said, I don't understand the risk factor. So if I'm if I'm riding around time drinking and driving or I'm out here hustling or bustling and stuff like that, throwing bricks at the penitentiary, and you won't take this money that you're throwing bricks at the penitentiary and buy you a buy you 20 pairs of shoes and try to sell them, they said it don't make no sense. Mm. And a lot of these brothers out here who do that, no, no judge zone, they actually CEOs too. They are business owners. They got they they 
they, they might be the CEO. They got managers, they got warehouses, they got logistics, they got to get it back and forth here and there. They got storehouses, they got they got employees, but they just can't get that mindset that hey, it's a different product to sell. Why can't why can't be CEO of Dr Pepper? If you're successful in the hustle game, you can be just as successful with any type of game. You just got to find you a product that's gonna be that's not gonna get you 20 years in prison or life in prison. I can sell cups, I can sell microphones, I can sell sweaters, jackets, hats. It's a matter of fact, in a lot of these products that you that people don't want to sell the markup even higher i had a buddy one time who out here doing his bad thing his, his, his girl was selling soap and he told me what the, he, he said the soap was like she make for like two dollars and sell it for ten dollars i said damn that's a 500 percent markup and his, so his markup on this shit was like maybe 40 50 percent so you dumb motherfucker you should buy all soap you know what i'm saying you actually make more money because you can sell that and make more money than that but they just don't have that philosophy so damn we all business a lot of them guys are like smart, like geniuses, you know what I'm saying? They just won't take that next step to take that, that risk. risk. Mm-hmm. They'd rather risk that 20 years in prison than risk, hey, two, three hundred thousand bucks I'm going to put into some outlets or some sockets or some doors. And then they find out they're successful in that stuff and they can leave all that shit alone. What's the next goal y'all have for yourselves? Get as rich as Jerry. Yep. I'm poor. Y'all still got goals at this age? Yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, healthy. I want to stay healthy. That's a good goal. You want to get what? I want to get married. You want to get married? Yeah. I want to have a kid. What's up, you sh- you going to have like more than one wife? No, I want one wife. You just want one wife? Yeah, you look like you want like... Mm. Mm. Look like... Right like now. No, I'm just saying no for though. With that type of mindset, I feel like you will have like, you know what I mean? No. Two or three wives. It's, it's, you can afford mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but it's not. But you know, once again, what you find That's value in money or you know companionship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm finna go to Chicago. You know, I got dating three different girls who's going to Chicago and then, then, then who, 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 who you gonna share the memories with you know what I'm saying you making memories of motherfucker you might not see next two years from now you know what I'm saying but that, that you know shit you know mom and pops had memories grandma and grandpa had memories Aww. shit you know yeah, shit mom. so you never been married no oh wow okay and then yours is health as well healthy say healthy yeah I just wanna stay healthy that's it I mean yeah if marriage is in the car it's great you never been married no I'm not married and don't have any kids I want a kid though you want a kid if it comes with marriage so be it so can I ask this like being They what? said y'all trick daddy pimping and that you got a lot of hoes. Who's right? That's crazy. A couple of girls. A couple of girls. No, they they said about both of y'all. Somebody said he got hoes too. That's what a couple of them said. They throwing their draws at the comments. They is. So pick your draws up. Somebody trying to get married in the comments. No, they no, they just throwing draws. They just throwing draws. They just throwing pussy in the comments. They pushing P in the comments. I don't know if they saying I do. That's man. That's Damn, they, he said your your bitches putting you on blast. Hey, so, so, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get married. I'm so, trying, okay, he's trying so, to get married. You over that? So let me so let me ask this like mm-hmm. you know obviously time management and, and you know both of you guys are consi- I will consider you both wealthy. Is that does that make it hard to date between the time management and your careers and you know being wealthy? You you you, you guys both are wealthy. It's complicated because. It's hard to find somebody that can understand our mindset mm-hmm. and our position. Yeah. Is that Fort Wayne or is that world? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You busy when we're busy, and my focus has to be on, you know, doing everything that I that makes me me. You got to be with somebody that's going to understand that and support that. And mm-hmm. if they can't, then that's that's not, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So if you need my attention for eight hours a day, this ain't gonna work. Like it ain't gonna work. And it's hard to build a history. I, I should have married my high school sweetheart or something. That's right now, you know. You Where's know, she at now, married? 
Shit, I don't know. Uh, I need to find her. <laughs> you know what I'm Call in the comments. High school sweetheart. Drop your comment. You ain't gonna want her. Yeah, because what? Yeah, because you no, know, I got a little cousin that run. Um, what do you call rat facts for me? I'm saying, man, I just met this little girl, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm rat facts. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's saying, cute. I say, can you run a car facts? Car facts, rat facts. Yeah. Man. And I did he don't want every every man, bumper damage, two accidents, strength. Bumper damage. Bumper damage. Two accidents. Bumper damage. Hey. They play all day. It's hard, dog. I got trust issues. I got a friend in the comments. She's really cute. Uh, she just turned 26. Um, she got her bachelor's degree. And she said, what's up, Dr. P? I've been calling you Dr. P the whole time. I'm not going to stop. Married. I'm trying to get married. Oh. <laughs> he did say he wanted to get but married. He said, he he said one day. He said he wanted a kid, too. Man, man, cut her, man. Cut her. She's gorgeous, too. She's pretty. This sounds like a mama hookup. You know mama hookups never work out. They know. Let it happen naturally. Papa, call it the Papa hookups. I can hook everybody up. And they gonna, is they gonna last? Is, is them hookups gonna last? I don't know. I think maybe with uh, okay, have, have you ever been matchmaker? This young lady in the comments. Big Papa, have you ever been matchmaker for anybody? Have I ever been? No, I don't give a fuck about people like that. This <laughs> your debut matchmaker? Let people do what they want to do. <laughs> See, yeah, this, this, is debut. Debut. <laughs> this will be my debut right here. I'm trying something new. I'm taking risks. Say, wait a minute. I'm taking risks. I learned it from Mr. Stark. Yeah, take risks. Taking risks. You only live one time. This might be my, this might be my calling right yeah, here. I might hook y'all up and y'all get married. Y'all be together forever. Dr. Brian? I'm gonna run a yeah, show. Doctor B. Fort Wayne, most eligible bachelor around here, man. Can I come back? You got a girl right now? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, can I run a show? No, no. She said she ain't finna do all that and shit. And she, she cool with not seeing you for eight hours after that. She cool. She cool with that. That's but maybe you still, have more than one wife. Here. More than one girl. More than one wife. In no. America, that's a tough sell. I would love to. I don't think so. Not these days. I, want, oh, no. I think the house won't be too polygamous. Polygamous up. relationships. The mom get mad when no. you Man, the more no, money you no, have, they, have, they got people called sister wives where they just get along. The more money you have, it's not a tough sell. The more sale. money you have, it's not a tough. I, I, I know. I, you, you're still it's not, old it's school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, sounds great. It's like, oh man, man, I have two wives. Wonderful. Multiple pussies. When you think about the work that's involved with that, man, two headaches. So. And what happens that night? You know what I'm saying? Everybody wasn't going to date. Then, then there's two wives, and she don't want two husbands. Hey, shout out to Desi. We, we, and we gonna get Desi on. We gonna get Desi on in a few weeks, man. We gonna we gonna figure out how he do it. We gonna so I guess polygamous relationships are out the window, ladies. Um, no, these not out the window before you marry. Oh, they're not. Oh, they're not before you marry. Yeah, before you marry, we can. I date. said polygamous yeah, Give me a few girlfriends. That's give cool, me a few girlfriends. Yeah, that's cool. Marriage. Yeah, you don't want no, more than one wife. You just need one. But also at the same time. You gotta have a, a real good understanding because I also feel like sometimes it's really not fair to ask one woman to do everything. I really for don't you. think so either. That shit's exhausting. Yeah. Please go cheat on me. Please. <laughs> God damn! I, I got shit to do today. Y'all see right now? I'm just saying I got things to do today. I don't have time. He should have a Get the fuck out of here. I need a break. Your main woman should let you have a girlfriend. So as long as I take care of the household, huh? Bottom line. That's you said our, what? That's our grandpa. Was. A woman's supposed to take care of the household? I'm you, the more money you have, and if you're taking care of the house, it, it's more under. I think it's more understandable for some women. Well, shit, I'm not going to say all women. What? To what? I take care of the household. Who household need to be taking care of? <laughs> See, there you go. We in tune. We in tune. I, I got a couple hundred households. They can pick one of them joints. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We Look at them. Look at them. I can put you in. Okay, so real quick. So this is the last question, man. This is okay. the last question. So what advice do you get to black community oh uh, let me take this because he gonna talk too long so let me go first go ahead short short and, short and quick because we delayed gotta uh, wrap it up delayed gratification so mm -hmm. fine don't be honest with yourself yeah. about you and your capabilities and 
and and if you don't have the ability to do something, it, go try to learn it and figure it out. Don't set don't set unrealistic goals. Uh -huh. Set some realistic goals. Dream big, but yeah. set realistic goals. Yeah. And also delay gratification. Okay. You can't. You can't. You don't have to have it all right now. Yeah. Pace yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a. It's a, what is it? It's a marathon, not a race, yeah. right? It's a sprint. What it's that? a marathon, not a sprint. What the? That's no. what it is. Ooh, that's bad. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Had, so Pace one of my yourself. mentors told me taught me about delayed gratification. Uh -huh. So he said, you know, you already understand it because you went to school. So you're going to school. You got six years in this thing. That's delayed gratification already. You start now. You something's going to be down. Something good is going to be at the end of that tunnel. So he convinced me because when I graduated, I was talking about six figures earlier. I was like, six figures? Oh, man, I'm about to be the man on these streets. No, that's wrong. Absolutely wrong. Mm -hmm. So he convinced me to pay off my student loans. Mm -hmm. He said, wait, all these things you want, pay it off. Get, get that debt out of the way because your student loans aren't going anywhere. It's not like a car or a crib. You can't just file bankruptcy on some credit cards. This is student loans. If you don't pay it, it's going down to your kids. Get that out the way first, and then you can later on down the road have a better life for yourself. Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. I'm gonna take that home with me. I'm gonna go home and start paying on my student loans. Before before Jerry go, I just wanna. Okay, so Lucretia, I, I wanna oh, get to this. Shit. I wanna get to this real quick. So Lucretia asks. She said, "I'm confused. I did not learn how to be a millionaire." She wasn't listening. She was what? trying. I think she was just making a joke. She said, "Y'all gave us some great knowledge." <laughs> oh, okay, but I, I was trying to figure mm -hmm. out how I was gonna get this money by, by tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to make some risk. delayed gratification. See, delayed. delayed gratification. And you got right? to take the mega millions is draws on Thursdays. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there you go. Is she gonna have to take some aggressive. We said, huh? She said I should got to think of a way to get this money by tomorrow, huh? Uh huh? <laughs> Girl, get the fuck. My <laughs> advice is just jump. You know what I'm saying? You got one life, one chance. Yeah. You take so many other risks. I'm not that risky, but you risky every everything's a, you fly to Florida, that's a risk. You drive your car, everything's <coughs> a risk. You just got to jump out there, do what you want to do and chase your goals. And if you if you don't if you don't if you don't supposedly think what your level of success is, that you try. You know, I read a, a book one time where a lady had um, helped her grandchild. He was trapped in a car, and she was an older lady, got the car off him. So nobody thought she could do it, right? And then what happened was is she didn't, she didn't do no interviews and stuff like that. But then when they finally got an interview with a book, she said, you did a wonderful thing. You saved your child from a burning car that was collapsed on her. So, you know, you get superhuman strength when you do stuff like that, you know, because they know how it happened. And she said, why you never did no interviews? She said, because I didn't want to look like a, a failure. She said, you're a success. She said, no. I didn't told myself throughout my years, she's like 67 years old, throughout my years on all the stuff I could not do. I can't do this. I can't do that. And come to find out my grandchild stuck on a truck and, and I get him under the truck. That means I've been lying to myself the whole time. Mm -hmm. I could do anything, but if you tell yourself you can't do it, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're capable of doing anything. If you know you can do it, you're going to accomplish it. Okay, so we got gotta go take the risk, mm -hmm. delayed gratification. So you got to take the risk at the right moment. Learn it. It's balance. Right, right, right. So I'm going to take the risk at the right moment, delay gratification. Make sure I'm There's no the right moment, but calculated, calculated risk. risk. Ooh, calculated. I like that. Just jump. It's Just off. jump. You'll learn how to Don't fly. Don't calculate it. Oh, we got to go. Thank you for everything. Who? Wow, that was good. Okay. Charles, all right. No, 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 no. We, no, nah, we, we going to they're kicking us off. Yeah, everybody on the sitcom, 99 people, Patron 3 and 44. Patron on sale. <laughs> Patron, Patron is on sale <laughs> at Club 44. And y'all know the price is high up in that thing, so. Yeah, so <laughs> they said Patron on is on sale. I'm at 44. I think the last time I was at 44, I wore this jacket. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. we it was a year back. ago. 
No. You was there? That was me. I had on some black shorts. Black shorts. With the stripes and the booty. <laughs> ass out. Ass was out. out. So I Lil, was giving ass Lil, that Lil night. Street said this was a good show. When we bring it after dark back. Jeez. What? We, so can, we, can we say... What's um, that? Say, let them... Right, right, right. Say goodbye to our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We appreciate We appreciate it. Let them introduce themselves one more time. Where, and where can people find y'all? Like, let everybody know where people Drop can find y'all. Drop y'all plugs. Um, I don't know. I'm an old guy. I don't have no. I do have Instagram. You got everything. We can Come find. We can contact you through the, he's, he's through Google, the website. He's yeah, Googleable. Yeah. yeah, just um, <laughs> reach. I'm I'm a tag it. I'm gonna give the Greg. He tag it. Reach yeah, me out. It, you call my me. cell phone. Text me. I don't care. You know. What you saying? gonna put your you reach gonna put your cell phone on her for, for everybody. No, no. Okay. He said okay. it's, it's, it's on my it's on my Facebook page. All right. So what's the number? It's business phone. What's, it's the business number. That's what he said. He said. He about to do it. Yeah, How we gonna stop him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. <laughs> I do it. 260. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, get with him. No, get, get with him for real. Somebody said, see y'all at 44. Get my Tito's ready. Who is that? Girl, Tito's. I'm buying a drink. Jamie. I'm buying a drink if they hit me on. If Jamie, they, if Jamie. They hit right now live, I'm going to buy him a drink. Dr. B said he's buying you a drink. If you Jamie Renter. She, right she said that. She, mm. she said that. Just go to 44. He's going to be in the DJ booth with you. got to pay cover, though. You got to pay cover, though. With a stethoscope? Yeah. Wow. And before you leave... She said put her on a guest list. You, can you tell them who you are one more time? One more time. Brian Merriweather. I'm a Brian. pharmacist by, by trade, but I also invest in some real estate and I own a bar, a club, a strip club, Club 44. I didn't even know this man with him. We got cigars. We got hookah, but not right now. We got a smoking lounge. We got wings, shrimp. Tonight. We got, tonight. We got drink specials tonight, but Friday and Saturday, it's all full price. Somebody said, house, reach out to they me. trying to get in for free. Listen, this is not. We buy houses. We don't want to go to strip clubs. We buy houses first. I got you. Financial I'm looking. I'm, I don't want to live on a southeast side. You got to spend that money. I, but no, I, I, I'm actually in the market right now. Seriously. Are you? Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate it. No, we appreciate y'all pulling up, man. We appreciate y'all. I was thinking about uh, asking. Yeah, there's definitely some drip going on. There's definitely some drip going on. Your phone died. I'm sorry. Because you didn't prepare. That's another thing I want to teach about business. Always prepare. This ain't even my phone. My phone's on charge right now. This phone just died. That's great. Prepare. Because you died. You made this phone die. He had his phone in the control. No, he gave me his phone. I told Greg his phone's about to die, too. Hey, man, so real quick, I appreciate y'all both pulling up. I appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all giving us y'all time. Real talk. I loved it. You know, and meeting you guys for real. So thank nice you guys. Nice y'all. Appreciate nice it. You, you don't want to leave, do you? You want to stay? You want to stay on? You can stay on. No. Don't act like I'm you hungry. don't want to stay. Let me say something. Hey, I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. I need some uh, waffle fries okay. and shrimp from Club 44. That's what y'all got? <laughs> I'm not going for the strippers, but... Waffle fries and shrimp from Club 44. Thank you, baby. We appreciate y'all. And so real quick, man. So let's let's, let's get let's dive into this real quick before we get up out of here, man. We ain't, we, we gonna... It's 10-10? I'm about to say, we ain't even gonna, do, we ain't even gonna get into the messy moment. We just want to... Real quick, I want to say this on live. Man, shout out to Ilma Media, man. Shout out to Morgan. Shout out to Cam Coleman. Shout out to Big Keith, man. Like the Intune B Day Bash presented by Illum Media was such a success, man. And I appreciate, I appreciate, I appreciate y'all really fucking with us. Like, yeah. I like real talk. Like, if you bought a pre sale, I'm still I, drunk right now. Man, what? I appreciate if you bought a pre sale. I appreciate if you put up to the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a great event. It was a great turnout. I appreciate y'all. Once again, shout out to Illum Media. Shout out to Illum Media. Shout out to Illum Media. Morgan, that's my frat brother. Cam Coleman, Big Keys. Um, Quay, yeah. got your little hundred dollars on the way, man. Best dress, you know what I'm saying? We 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 gonna get you together. We gonna Work get you together. Girl, you know what I'm saying? Um, Big G, man, we was moving around, man. We was in South Bend. 
Jacquees had South Bend turned up, man. My birthday was on Sunday, man. It was yeah. lit, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate all the birthday wishes and all of that, man. You should put a status up, though. Man. It's been lit. What was my status? He said my two cohorts got slutted out. I don't know what's he what? talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I what's thought that he... y'all did. Nah, we was, we was, we nah, was, nah. Okay, so I guess I can't talk about it. They was, was being saints this weekend. Very much. I lied. Like, I just very wanted y'all to tune in. You know what I'm saying? Just tune in. That's just what it was. On our best behavior. I lied. On our best behavior. You feel me? They was on their best behavior. They was good guys. We represented Intune to the fullest. They had on their turtlenecks. They black turtlenecks and they was good guys. You know, the good guys. Guys, not the creep squad, but the good guys. They was you definitely feel me? the creep squad driving the bus. Fuck. They was driving the bus all weekend. You know, I was a little bit jealous because I too wanted to get slutted out, but I'm pregnant, so I can't. I can't. My birthday is Sunday, everybody. Wish me a happy birthday on Sunday, January twenty third. Aquarius game. It's still big cap season for Aquarius. Guys, no, it's not. It's that shit's over with right season. now, as of today. <laughs> as of today, a, stop bad. it, please. Today, don't bring that. Aqu- don't bring that Capricorn no energy into Aquarius. I'm, bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Into Aquarius. It's big cap. Hey, real talk. Queries real talk. We, uh, we gotta. Oh, real quick before y'all leave, we about to we we gotta get a picture with y'all before y'all leave. We about to wrap up right now, so please, hey, real quick, we gotta get a picture with y'all. Hey, so, so real quick, y'all know what time it is. Man, it's your boy Zell, aka Zell Bless. Yes. I got Big Papa, aka Maisha, with me. That's I got Big G. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We up. You know what I'm saying? Mister Yeah Yeah himself. Yeah. Every Thursday, man, y'all know what time it is, man. Next week we got something good for y'all. We gonna we gonna keep it on the hush, but next week we got something good for y'all, man. Y'all know what time it is, man. Every Thursday, and when what the fuck they been? And- in tune. Let's go, man.